This is a Soulfire production. Hello, how we doing? I love you guys. So happy to be with you again today. I have been having a lot of interesting conversations lately that have had me reflecting on my first steps of saying yes to myself and stepping into this space of developing and growing and letting go of my old life and reinventing myself and been seeing a lot of those um, barriers and walls and hurdles that I felt like I had to bang through and climb over and this need to explain myself and the fear of doing things that made other people uncomfortable or that they didn't approve of and feeling like I was wrong or selfish for taking care of myself and for asking for more out of my own life. And what I'm noticing in the conversations I'm having is that there's so many of us that want to take that step, that want to take the leap in our lives. And yet we're stuck in a cycle or pattern of giving our power away to other people. And if we come up against resistance, we give up. We're like, oh, well, they must be right. This must be stupid or this must not be important. So I just won't do it. Oh, I'm here to tell you, fuck that. Fuck that. If you feel a nudge to go after more in your life, there is a reason. And you don't need to explain yourself to anyone. It's okay to not accept the status quo. And it is okay to challenge what you have known to be true, to challenge your surroundings, your environment, in order to seek or find out what you feel like is missing within you and your life and your circumstances and all of that. There's nothing wrong with it or you. I want you to let that really soak in. Because I think that we have gotten to a point where we think that we need to be happy with what we have and it's not okay to look outside of that. It's like, well, be grateful for what you have. Yes, be grateful for what you have. And also, if you want more than what you have, go fucking get it. (laughs) If you have a loving relationship and a really wonderful partner, but the sex isn't as good as it could be, go fucking after great sex with your partner, right? Or create a dynamic within your relationship where you both get your needs met. I'm tired of people coming to me 
and making excuses of, well, I want to do this for myself, but can I just tell you guys, when I get a message like that, or when someone comes to me with a, I really want this, but I literally have to take a moment and deep breathe (laughs) and remind myself not to grind my teeth because I have been this person. I really want this, but my partner doesn't want it, but they think it's stupid, but they don't think it's a good idea. So then I just don't do it and I don't go after it. And then what? Then I'm resentful of my partner. I'm resentful of that friend. I'm resentful of my parents. I'm resentful of whoever the fuck told me no about something for my own life because I gave my power away to them and I told them, well, your opinion matters more than mine about myself. I'm not as important or valid. So sure, you can run my life. That sounds great. Great. And then you don't get what you want. And then you're stuck in the same fucking cycle. I wanted to leave LA so badly when I was in my last relationship. I wanted to leave so badly. I had left my career. I had already started transitioning into doing what I do now. And I hated it there. I had been there for 15 years. It was such a big reason why I was sick, dealing with chronic illness, around toxic people, in bad environments. And I did not like what LA represented about me and for me. And everything that happened there. And when I presented this, it was, well, I don't want to leave. I'm not leaving. And I let that decision be made for me. And I just accepted it. I was like, well, he doesn't want to leave. So I guess we're going to stay. And that broke me in ways that I'm just now starting to understand because that was such a betrayal of myself for not acknowledging how badly I had to get out of something and leave and start over and instead just saying, well, I'll just do what he wants and what he says because his happiness, his desires are more important than mine. When I was going to do combo, medicine for the first time. For those of you who don't know what combo is and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a uh, medicine from the Amazon. They literally take it off of the back of a frog, a combo frog, and they put it on your skin after they burn you and you have this whole experience. It's amazing. Super magical. Love it. Highly recommend with the right practitioner, the whole thing. Anyways, before I went to go do this and after, I was made fun of that I was doing this fake magic medicine from the jungle and that I was being sold a crock of shit and how could I possibly possibly believe this was going to work and how dangerous it is and the whole thing. And it was not coming from a loving like, hey, I want to make sure you're okay and sitting with the right people doing this work. No, it was you're crazy and that's stupid. Why are you doing that? And I just remember being like, no, this isn't stupid. This is actually really powerful. And I'm feeling 
so much better about myself and my body is healing and I'm feeling more open and more available to myself and to my life. And I feel more connected with my body. And what I started to notice is that I started to grow and I started to change. And you know what people don't like? They don't like change. And they really don't like it when other people change around them and they're not changing. Mm. Yeah, I said it. I said it. People will try to keep you small, keep you from changing, keep you from growing because they don't want to feel uncomfortable. That's not your fucking problem. You deserve to change and grow the way you want to. You deserve to ask for more. You deserve to cultivate a life you love. You deserve to do the work in a way that feels good for you. If that's a yoga retreat, if that's guided psilocybin, if that's being in nature, if that's two hours a day to yourself, literally whatever that is for you. You deserve that. It's your right and it's your choice because it's your life. And anyone who tells you no, we need to rethink this. And I know that there are times where we get to have financial conversations with our partners about the decisions that we're making. I spent a lot of money joining a mastermind for moms who are CEOs. It's a year-long program, costs a lot. I felt very clear about my investment in myself and in this group for so many reasons, from a perspective of being a mom, from wanting to be in the room with women who are kicking ass, from a desire to learn and grow as a leader and a woman and a wife and a mother and a friend and all of that. And to feel like I'm in a community and supported and seen and understood. It literally checked every box that I had and felt so good. When I talked to Connor about the amount of money I was spending, he was um, a little in shock. And I explained to him, look, I know this is a lot of money. I get it. It's, you know, sticker shock for sure. And I feel super clear about this. And I've had one call and I've already gotten so much out of this group. And I get to do this for a year. And it's really supportive for me and our business and everything I'm doing with my life. And so it is what it is. And he's like, okay, I get that. And that was that. We've cultivated a relationship where I am going to make decisions for myself and for our family. And we trust each other to know even a, a, an absurd amount of money. That's okay. And it's worth it because we're investing in what's possible for both of us separately and together for our family, for our business, all of it. So I didn't go to him and say, is it okay if I spend this amount of money on this mastermind? And I also didn't go to him in fear of, well, what if he doesn't approve or like it? I didn't do either of those things. I told him 
This is what I'm doing. It's important, of course, to have conversations about how we are spending our finances. One person works, the other person doesn't. The person that doesn't work feels like they didn't make the money. It's not theirs to spend. How dare I spend money on a thing for myself to take care of myself, whether it's going to a spa for a weekend, getting your nails done, going on a backpacking trip, like taking time away, like literally whatever it is. It's not okay because it's not my money and our dynamic and someone else is the gatekeeper of the funds. And so I can't even go there. I have to say that this requires a much bigger conversation. If you don't feel like you can spend money taking care of yourself, doing things for you, helping yourself be a better version of you, whatever that means, I don't care. We have to have a bigger conversation around how much power someone else has over your life. If you are a stay-at-home mom and you're not financially bringing in money, but you're literally running the house and taking care of the kids, pretty sure you deserve to do a lot of things for yourself. And if someone is telling you no, it's not okay, something is off to me. That's just how I feel. You might feel differently. Totally okay. That is how I feel. I feel very clearly about that. I had someone just sign up and she's doing a one-on-one with me. And she was like, I'm so fucking scared to spend this money on myself. I feel so guilty. And I'm like, why do you feel guilty? She's like, Because I feel like I should be spending this money on my kids and I feel like I should be doing things for them. And I'm like, but you spending money on yourself to grow and become whoever you want to be is doing something for your kids. Everything we do as moms is going to affect our children. If we don't advocate for ourselves, if we don't stand up for ourselves, if we don't ask for more in our own lives, what example are we setting for our children? And if you don't have kids, what example are you setting for your friends and your family? Pause, husband calling. As I was saying, gotta love when your husband is out and says, can I go to the grocery store for you? Just send me a list. (laughs) Yes, you can. And thank you very much. So as I was saying, if you have someone who is gatekeeping money, and is saying you can't do things for yourself, I would really start to ask yourself why and why is that the dynamic and how can you put yourself in a position where you can say, I want this thing and I want to do this thing for myself and I am going to spend this money because it feels good for me. It's something that I need to do and I'm making this choice. So that you don't feel guilty for taking care of you. You don't feel like you're not allowed to ask for the finances to do it. And you also feel really empowered in making a decision that is going to support you and your growth that is going to exponentially shift your world, your relationships, and the people inside of it. 
and how they operate as well. I don't like excuses. We all have them for various reasons in different parts of our lives. So much of the work I do is about taking responsibility for ourselves and our choices and the situations we put ourselves in and saying, what role do I play in this? And if I want something to be different, what different choice do I need to make? How do I get to show up differently in order to have that different outcome? I came up with a really dope concoction this week. I do not necessarily uh, pride myself on mixing flavors when I'm not following a recipe. It's not my forte or strength by any means. But I had this idea. I'm like, okay, two things I love so much. Organify an element. What if I combined them? I am dealing with some mineral and vitamin issues. So my teeth and my hair postpartum are not in optimal condition. And I am working with my girlfriend on some different minerals and introducing some different uh, vitamins. And we're really hitting Organifi and Element hard because of all of the nutrients in both of them. And so I put a citrus packet of Element into a jar of Organifi red juice. And then I squeezed half a lemon. And then I put some trace minerals in there. You guys, this shit is so fucking good. (laughs) And maybe you've already thought of this and I'm late to the party. Go you. Send me your recipes also. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, But seriously, the red plus the citrus element was so good. And this is next level hydration. (laughs) Um, And I'm really excited about it. So highly recommend. You know, I love all the things. If you've been here, I've been talking about this shit forever. Blend them now. It's delicious. The link for both is in the show notes. You get 20% off of Organifi and you'll get a free sample pack uh, when you order Element. Also, my night alone the other night, the night before Mother's Day, I loaded up on my cured. I don't always do this because I do have to be on alert with the baby in the middle of the night and I'm up over and over again. So I'm not getting full nights of sleep. So I don't take cured the same way as I would if I was away and getting a night's sleep. You guys, I took the nightcaps and I took Zen and I took a raw cap and wow. (laughs) I had to wake up one time to pump because my left boob was going to explode. But other than that, It was the dreamiest night of sleep. And I actually took it before I took my bath. So I was super relaxed in the bath. I was in there for like an hour. And then when I got out, I went straight to sleep and it felt so good. If you have not tried Zen or Nightcaps and or the Calm Caps, formerly known as Raw Caps um, (laughs) from Cured, you are seriously missing out best night sleep of your life. And for you moms who have not slept in a bajillion, manillion years, that's how many years, years that don't exist, uh, you need to get on this. It is the absolute dreamiest dream of your life. You'll get 20% off. Use the link in the show notes. 
we deserve everybody. We deserve to take care of ourselves in deeply profound ways. I am not talking about a fucking face mask. I am not talking about random ass self-care rituals that we think is doing the work for us. Look, I am here for a face mask. I am here for a bath. I am here for getting my nails done. I am here for getting massages, all of it. But that shit doesn't even crack the surface of actually making change in our bodies, in our lives, in our mindset, in our realities. If we're not actually going there, if we're not actually really showing up for ourselves, saying, what do I really need? What do I really need? Do I need support in a community? Do I need to gather with women where I can feel seen and held and not judged and share my deepest desires and dreams and what I want to go after and feel supported in navigating that journey? Do I need to work one-on-one with a coach to build my business and create systems and strategy and alignment for everything that I do so that when I put this into the world, it is so clear what I'm about. I reach my clients and I make the money I want to make and I am able to step into full receiving for that money. Do I need to go away for a weekend and retreat and sleep and reflect and really hear myself super clearly so that I can create aligned action and take steps to build the life of my dreams. What do I need? What do I really deeply need? And how am I showing up for that? How am I showing up as the woman who says yes to herself and goes after it and doesn't rely on other people's permission to say, yes, you can, or no, you cannot. I don't know about you, but I don't really take no for an answer. If I wanted to go do something to work on myself and to be better, I'm not asking anybody's permission. I ask people's permission for my whole life. I was the good girl. I followed the rules. Is this okay? Is that okay? I ended up miserable and sick. And I promised myself after I left that life and that version of me and all those relationships and all that people pleasing and, oh, let me just do what they say is okay. I promised myself I would never fucking do that again. And I do not. I do not. And I make people really uncomfortable sometimes. And I push people's boundaries and buttons like no other. And I really like that about myself. Because you know what it does? I push people's buttons and I advocate for myself so hard and I go after what I want so fucking hard that other people get to see how they're not doing that. I am a wonderfully triggering mirror for most people. And they're like, shit, I don't do that. I don't even know how to do that. That seems really scary and uncomfortable. And I'm over here like, do to do, button pushed, do to do fuck you. Do to do. I'm going to do it even if you don't want me to. Do 
to do. I don't care what you think about me. And everyone else is like, oh my God, aren't you scared they're going to be upset with you? Oh my God, I could never do that. Oh my God, I could never just say, I'm going to do this thing. I have to ask if it's okay. Fine, do that. Where's it going to get you? Where's it going to get you? You don't have to live like that. No one gets to be the gatekeeper for your joy and happiness and growth. And if it's a money conversation, let's have that conversation. How are we going to bring in the finances to make our dreams happen, to go after it, to start the LLC, to open up the Etsy shop, to create the coaching program, to build the life of our dream? How are we going to make that happen? There are a million excuses out there. There's a million. There's a million reasons why we can't do anything. There's also a million ways to figure out how to make it happen. If you want it bad enough, you will make it happen. When I want something bad enough, I fucking make it happen. I go after it. I'm unapologetic in my pursuing of the thing or the person or the experience. And every time like a doubt comes in or a roadblock or "Mm, I'm not sure. I'm like, fuck the fear, fuck the noise, trucking right along. Going after the dream. (laughs) Going after what I want. Going after my growth. I want more. I know there's more available. I need this for myself. It's okay to say I need a break. It's okay to say I need time away. I spent the night before Mother's Day at a hotel in Denver by myself. I left my four and a half month old daughter with my husband for the first time. And it was glorious. It was glorious. It was what I needed. I was asked what I want for Mother's Day. I was like, I want a night away. I want to fucking sleep. I want to eat a hamburger in bed. I want to take a couple baths. I want to do some face masks. I want to be able to hear myself. I want to feel refreshed and like I am in my own energy for the first time in over a year not on IVF hormones, not having procedures, not feeling crazy, not being pregnant, not going through a psychotic traumatic birth, not being in healing, but just in my own space and energy, doing what the fuck I want to do without anyone needing me for anything. That is what I need. And Connor was like, you got it. I'm on daddy duty. Came home to a man making me pancakes and like beautiful gifts and just the most thoughtful thing. And he was just so happy to be able to do that for me. I asked for what I needed and I got the support I needed. Would we have done this four years ago? Not necessarily. We have worked towards this. I have learned how to ask for what I want and be okay with quote unquote, putting someone out or inconveniencing someone so that I can get what I want. I don't care anymore. Maybe it is inconvenient for him. Maybe he didn't get to sleep fully through the night, which no, he did not. Maybe he does have to figure out how to do something by himself. Yeah, he can do that. He did it. We survived. It was great. 
It takes practice. I want this. I'm going to do it. Stating things, not asking for permission. Mother, may I? I'm pretty sure 100% of you listening to this are fucking adults. I can just see you watching and listening to this right now. Like, fuck you, Kelly. (laughs) This can be uncomfortable, but doing the work and really showing up for ourselves and taking care of ourselves on a deep, deep level is necessary to have the lives that we want. Excuses are not going to get you there. They're not going to get you there. The, I want this, but take that out of your fucking vocabulary right now. I want this and then what? What are you filling in the blank with? What are you filling in the blank with? If you want to work with me one-on-one, doors are open. If you want to say, I want this and I'm fucking going after it, Come play in my motherfucking world. We go after what we want. We don't make excuses. We let go of old stories and bullshit and paradigms. And we create the life and the love and the career of our dreams. And we get to be the badass, confident, most fully expressed women you've ever fucking seen. And we say fuck a lot because we don't give a fuck. If you want to come work with me, you can work with me for 90 minutes one-on-one. You can work with me for three months one-on-one. Hell, if you want to work with me for a year, come and propose to me what that looks like, baby. I am fucking here for you. We get to have this. You get to say yes to containers that feel good for you in groups, one-on-one, on retreats, all of it. And you get to do the work on your own too and not feel guilty about taking that time for yourself every day. Where I record in my quote-unquote podcast studio is a little guest room with a day bed, this little rattan day bed with mushroom sheets and pillowcases and mushroom pillows and lush blankets. And it has my desk and it has my little studio set up where I'm sitting. And the vibes are so good in here. I have all my beautiful art. There's a girl masturbating in the corner. There's a woman with mushrooms for her head who's naked. Joan of Arc is over here in the corner. Picture of my mother as a child is in front of me. I have a quote from Atticus, love her but leave her wild. I have all the sage and palo santo you could ever ask for. I have 700 decks of cards and a bajillion crystals. Yes, crystals. I have crystals in my office. This is true. And I come in here and I spend my time and I ground myself and I do my meditations and I do my visualizations and I shut the door and I tell everyone to leave me the fuck alone. And I do that for myself. And then if my daughter's crying or she needs me, I bring her in here. She sits on the bed with me and we do it together. And then if I want my husband to take her so I can have a little deeper of an experience, I'm like, babe, can you watch Roe? I'm going to go do this for myself. He's like, okay. 
I am a better person and a better mom because I take time for myself in a bajillion ways. I'm in a mastermind. I've been working one-on-one with a coach. I take time alone so I can hear and see myself. I work out four or five days a week. I'm out in nature. I'm taking walks. I'm on the phone with my friends, FaceTiming, building shit, talking about random girly stuff. (laughs) That's what's possible. I didn't do this before. I did not do this before. I was probably just like you, stuck, confused, asking for permission. What do I do? Unstuck yourself. Unstick yourself. Pull your shit. Pull yourself out of the shit. Pull yourself out of the shit. Out of your own story that you can't do this too. Because you can. You 100% can. And you get to. So what's it going to be, my friend? Take some time for yourself today. Journal. What do you really want? And I would love to support you in that journey if that also feels good for you. You know I'm here for you. I fucking got you. And we can have these conversations and we can figure out how to align your life and make the choices that feel hard and sticky and move past all of the bullshit. You don't have to do this alone. I haven't done this alone. I've had a lot of support. And it feels really good to call that in. You know where to find me. Links in the show notes for one-on-ones. DM me if you have questions. Seriously, taking care of yourself is not selfish. It is the most important thing you can possibly do. Period. I love you.